Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello, welcome to this week's Spurs show. I'm Mike Lee. Thank you so much for joining us, wherever you are around the world. Uh, joining me this evening, uh, my namesake, Mitch Lee, is here. Hello, Mike. Nice to see you again. Thank you. Uh, normally the voice of doom, but in fairness, the last couple of appearances has been more positive. Robbie Simmons. Hi, Mike. How are you? How are you? Nice <laughs> to see you. Really positive hello. And making his debut this evening, the author, Dan Friedman. How are you, Dan? Yeah, real pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, let's start off as it's your first show. Can you remember your first first game you went to at Spurs? It's before my memory. So, right, before, yeah, well, before so you're young. Memory. Yeah, so my dad... I never literally, you've got dad. an awful memory. Okay. Yeah, and he didn't know what to do with me. He loved Tottenham. He's like, I'll take, I'll take this kid to Tottenham. Right. And um, 90, early 1980s, I was about three years old, well, I said. Young. And uh, I made him take me home at half time because I was scared. Right. And then he took me back to. Was scared later. by the noise or yeah. scared by your father? Um, what, the, the, well, <laughs> the noise and my dad taking me right. uh, and putting me in front of that. And, um, and he just kept taking me back, kept wow. taking me back. I kept making him leave. But then I'd get to an hour, 70 mm-hmm. minutes, 80 minutes. And then by the time I was about seven, it was that my was whole it. life. Yeah. Did he supply you with sweets? I find that's always a good thing to do when you've got young we children. We did the, with the reverse. So fish and chips and then Chick King became the staple right. diet yeah. Yeah. on the way back. That's so, something to, so basically you celebrate the win or comfort yourself after mm. the defeat. There was a great video I saw on Facebook. I don't know which team it was, but uh, there was uh, you know, a football fan standing up watching the game. And his little kid was sitting on the seat and he'd held his iPhone and he just held it down with cartoons. So he's watching the game, but holding it behind his back. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the kid's just sitting there watching telly. Very clever. Might try that With one. my kids were misbehaving, I'd always threaten to take them to Spurs. That was, yeah, <laughs> always the thing to do. But they were kind of in the 90s. It was kind of the, 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 the dark years, wasn't it? The wilderness years, yeah. you know. And your sort of favourite player growing up? Um, started off with John Chidozzi. Chidozzi. I, I, I just thought he was so fast, and that was exciting right, okay, for me. Yeah. 
And then Hoddle, Gaza, Sheringham, really. When I was about 14, Teddy right. was the man and um, randomly ended up sort of being a, a World Cup with him about, mm. you know, 15 years later. But, yeah, I just thought he was such a dude and the way he carried mm. himself was, Indeed, uh, yeah, yeah he, was, he was the man. Fantastic. Well, uh, obviously, again, the second Spurs show in, in a week, we've had no actual game to talk about um, because obviously there was the FA Cup uh, tie, quarterfinals at the weekend. And those quarterfinal ties have meant the, obviously, everyone, unless you live on the moon, the joyous news that they finally announced, uh, subject to a safety certificate, the first proper game at the new stadium will be against Crystal Palace. On Wednesday the 3rd. Mitch, how excited are you now? It's about time. We've waited and waited mm. and waited. And uh, I wish it was actually the Brighton game on the Saturday. But, mm. you know, it is what it is. And we're going to go on that, on that Wednesday. And I think that um, we should be able to beat them. I think everyone's going to be excited. I, I just think that on a Saturday, everyone can get there. You know, people have still got to work during the week and whether people can get away. Because yeah. you want that first game to be a full stadium you know, uh, everyone there really early, having a beer beforehand, the atmosphere rocking. That would have been the ideal scenario, but you yeah. can't pick and choose that. But no, I think that, you know, it, it is what it is. We'll go there and I think we'll, we'll, we'll beat them. That's what they're saying, Dan, because, uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know, although Theo Delaney, who co-hosts the show with me, did the closing ceremony um, uh, at the old White Hart Lane. They're, they're saying, well, the rumours are there won't be a big opening ceremony because it's a midweek game, because... Getting there, yeah. getting there on time. Everyone rushing, eight o'clock kickoff. So it'll be just it'll be a sort of game where, like, I don't know, it's just going to be quite surreal, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be grueling to get there, isn't it? You've got that feeling there's going to be bottlenecks. Be a lot of half days. A lot of, lot yeah. of sick has been pulled that day. People not going yeah. to work because you want to be there. As, you want to be there as soon as it opens, really. Sort of You're going to be turning that. up with, with this, you know, where do I go asking people? And there's, um, yeah. But I just think from a football perspective, we've got to get in there because we need a boost. You yeah. know, the players are playing like they've just done a marathon mm. and they somehow need to get a bit of extra energy and zip about them. And that's all we've got to offer them. So we've got to get in. Now, the weird thing is, Rob, is that uh, Brian Levis on the show a few weeks ago when we had this break coming up, he said it was the worst thing possible, you know, players like playing every week. And it was kind of right because we, then we had our awful run. After the Palace game, we then have another break because we're not playing Watford because it's the cut semi-final. But in a way, it's kind of worked out nicely. We're having effectively eight days and then the next game at the new stadium, Manchester City in the Champions League. What do you think of that, that draw? Well, uh, I, um, well, first of all, the very first thing you mentioned was we didn't have a game this weekend because the... Yeah quarterfinal of the cup which is very sad that we weren't involved um, yes. yeah, agree that. I, um, you know what I, I don't have any confidence in what's going to happen between now and the end of the season I believe it when I see it when we actually play our first game there so you still think there might be some span in the works, i.e. the Stacey certificate and therefore... Well, there's mixed signals. I mean, now, this, is, this is typical. Now it's been announced that they had yeah. to go back due to the fire hydrants or whatever. Can mm. you but, this, but this is typical Spurs, isn't it? Let's be honest, right? Could you imagine... I mean, they've been making statements recently that we, we would have to wait and see what happens to Brighton in the FA Cup mm. or Palace or etc before we could make an announcement. Could you imagine if Real Madrid were opening their new, brand-new super stadium and made an announcement that they'd have to wait and see what Valladolid were doing in the Copa del Rey before they opened it? I mean, it's only Spurs that could have this type of underwhelming 
opening of their brand new stadium. So are you saying then maybe you think it was right just to go, not going to happen this season, we're starting next season or what? I well, mean, personally, sh- yes. Right, okay, personally, personally, yes, because I think, look, we've got... Now we've made it into a massive uh, tight, uh, top four race. Mm. I mean, it was it was home eight, and dry. eight games left of the league now. Yeah, it was home and dry a few weeks ago. <laughs> now we're back in the quagmire. Mm. So, uh, you know what? To get used to a new pitch, new surroundings, teams that are going to come now and it's going to be their cup final. I mean, if Huddersfield came to Wembley, it's game over. I mean, then well, I mean, they're trying to fight relegation, but I mean, you know, mm. they're not going to come to Wembley and it be something that they really want to try and get a result well they want to get a result for themselves but not because of Wembley now teams are going to come to White Hart Lane and it's like this new final for them they're going to want to try I, and turn I, us over I take the point I just feel like as we were saying beforehand I, f- I feel like we've been away from home for so long and uh, I just think just get in there and the, I think for the fans the warmth of the fans and the proximity yeah. and to get a bit of rhythm yeah. going from the mm. fans obviously the proof will be in the pudding but I feel like we've we, we got to we got to get home also, we are scraping it together financially. You know, we, mm. we've been looking down the back of the sofa to see if we can get, Absolutely. you know, every single pound. And every time, every game we're not playing there is lost revenue for the club. So mm. I think it's, it's, it's a no-brainer from, from the hierarchy. To they get announced today, Mitch, the season ticket prices next season have, thank God, been frozen. <laughs> There would have been riots if they like put it yeah. up with inflation. They've been frozen. So, I mean, it's still quite surreal that we're talking about next season. We're not even in there yet. Well, but, I got uh, the tweet this afternoon. I can't remember, just about one o'clock, and it came through. I thought, well, I was thinking he could never have put the ticket prices up. I mean, there'd have been outrage. It yeah, would have just, just been. It discussed. I mean, I've left my money in there. Every money they've given me one ninety right. back, so I've got about six hundred and fifty so, pounds. Yeah, so so the majority of mine is all paid yeah, off yeah, for yeah, anyway. Yeah, 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 but um, I was thinking. I mean, I know the club are capable of anything, and they mm. could have done that. But it would have been. It would have just been too much. We've been through such a difficult season where you know, first it was going to be September, then it was going to be towards Christmas, then it was going to be January, and now we're and and you're almost right. Maybe we we should have waited till next season because I just think that on a Wednesday. I'm not so sure. I think it's such a shame it's not on a Saturday and then mm. we could have had just a bit more around it. Everyone everyone would have been there. Everyone could have planned ahead. Now, people have to work. If you've got to work and you've got a boss who's not letting you off, you know, you're right. People are going to throw in sickies or whatever they're going to get. And you, it's horrible to have a, a, the first game at your stadium. You know, could it not be full? I'm sure it will be. But, oh, of course know, I'm, sure, be, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure it will be. People, but, I but, mean, I see it on social media. Yeah. People going, I can't go and trying yeah. to charge a grand for their two tickets. Yes, yeah, so I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure it will be. But I just think that it would have been better to have had it on a Saturday. I don't, but I don't know how you plan it that way. It's just the way it's gone. And everyone was so desperate to get out of Wembley yeah. that the first opportunity to have that home game, whether it's on a Wednesday or whatever night, they were going to do. I'm quite happy it's under the lights. I love yeah, right, yeah. I loved old White Hart Lane under the lights. I think it being under the lights the first game, I think make it look look even better than uh, well, a normal day. I just think everyone's, everyone's browbeaten yeah. by yeah. it all. Yeah. 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 I mean, just let's just get in now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, me, I'm, 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 I'm easy either way. We stay at Wembley, and I think we know the ground, we know the pitch. Mm. Like, I think we've got to get these <coughs> wins under our belts. We've got to get that top four. Going new stadium, exciting. New stadium, great. You know, either But if you way, kind of I look think. at the game, the fact it's Palace, I mean, it's, you know, they're kind of safe. I mean, they've, they've got, uh, you know, a couple of teams below them would have gone unbelievable runs. 
they're kind of safe, really, Palace. So you kind of go, if you're going to choose a game. Uh, <laughs> those front three, you know, Townsend, Zaha and Batshuayi, yeah. you know, that is, that is a front so, three. Uh, the Spurs official tweeted, who's going to get the first goal in the new stadium? The amount of people replied, Ambrose Townsend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, obviously, we were very, we were very poor at Palace yeah, in the it's, cup, yeah. Yeah. it's a nice game for Palace, no expectation. Those three just, you know, pull in 4-3 and then, and then leave mm-hmm. those three up front and, and yeah. we'll be pushing on to try and... Uh, make the fans happy, mm. so it's going to be a tough gig. But with uh, Mitch, with with the team at the moment, obviously they because of these no games, they had these three day uh, warm weather training in Barcelona. Yeah. After that, all the players then were given another three days off. Yeah, and now obviously certain players are now going to their international sides. It made me laugh just coming in here. I've read that a couple of United players, a Man City players, are pulled out for little injuries. Why don't we do it? Why were the only club that seems to go, <laughs> well, no, he'll play. Why? I, I think Ali, Trippier, <laughs> players that have had fitness issues. We're the first team to go, yeah, there, take our players. <laughs> I, think, I think it's Pochettino. I think he likes to give his players to the national team because ultimately it would come from the manager. Yeah, and Ferguson did that for years, didn't he? I mean, yeah. Ryan Giggs had hamstrings every international uh, uh, game. So I, I, don't, I don't know. what I think the players actually, Harry Kane, they love playing for England though. Mm-hmm. So... They don't want to be held up. They don't want injuries. They want to play every single game. They hate it when they're dropped. Yeah. So I think that the leads from that, and I think that Poch also wants them to go as well. So uh, we lose that ultimately because we've got these friendlies coming up. And if we could, if, if any of those players get injured, you know, it's going to be a worry again. So we kind of lose out of it. But, yeah. you know, in the old days where I cared a lot about the England sort of friendlies and stuff, now I couldn't give a monkeys. I'm just more interested in hope the players all come back rested, fit, and they can play for yeah. us again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's obviously last week was the Champions League draw, and let's discuss this after this very short break. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Right, we're back after the break. Uh, Just very quickly, bits of business here. Uh, Don't forget, you can get a Spurs show season ticket, which means you can come to all our monthly. Live events. Our next one is next week with Norman Giller, who was a chief football writer at the Daily Express from like 64 to 74. He's written hundreds of books on football, loads on Spurs. He's coming in to discuss his book about the 67 side. And we'll be talking about the the two championship winning Tottenham sides and uh, Jimmy Greaves as well. That's March 26th, April the 30th. If we're not in the Champions League semi-final, this date will definitely be happening with Phil Bill. And then May the 14th is our big end of season live show at the 100 Club. Go to season.spursshow.net for those. Also, don't forget we team up with Ladbrokes this season, giving you plenty of specials. You can get a free £20 bet on us. Just go to bet.spursshow.net. And finally, if you haven't tried our additional content, we're now doing extra content every week. Please go and give it a go at patreon.com slash spursshow. It's $1.99, £1.50 a month. You get a daily update show. Uh, match reports straight after each game without any of these sort of anti-Spurs bias you get elsewhere. And for the little bit more, you get ex-player interviews and special Spurs series. Uh, interviews you can now listen to from last week was Eric Torsford interview, Ian Walker, Alfie Conn, Conan Lee, Pat Van and how many, many more. It's a brilliant sort of Tottenham sort of ex-player archive. Uh, give it a go. If you don't like it, we'll give you £1.50 back. Go to patreon.com slash Spurs show and start getting news on your club without the usual sort of anti-Spurs rhetoric was sick of on TalkSport, Sky and the BBC. Right, Champions League draw. Was, I mean, I'm sure, we, did we all watch it live? Did we no, all tune in? No. 
God, they drag it on, don't they? <laughs> it's like the Eurovision Song Contest. Just get on with it. Get on with the thing. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. It's, it's a five-minute thing, but they <coughs> drag it on for an hour. Thought, <laughs> you know, I, I think I tweeted, you know, probably want Ajax, Porto, maybe Man United, two legs. Number six, the last thing we wanted, Man City. So in the Spurs way, we get Manchester City, Rob. It's going to be the toughest, yeah. isn't it, over two legs? <laughs> yeah. And funny enough, just going back to the stadium, this is where actually the new stadium could help us, yeah. is in the Champions League here, mm. because, you know, it's, it's all about momentum, it's all about uh, having a good 45 minutes can, can get you there. Mm. And we had a good 45 minutes mm. against Dortmund, mm. didn't we, the second mm. half. Yeah, tremendous. And that got us there. I yeah. mean, all right, we played well yeah. in, over there as well, but... Um, you know, you go and get a, yourself a really good 45 minutes against Man City. Get a couple Who are still of in all competitions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in all fairness, Liverpool last year oh, um, them. murdered them in, the and, and had that good yeah, 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. You know, Swansea were 2 0 up the yeah, other day. I mean, look, right. they're not unbeatable. We know that. Yeah. Um, and in, in, if it is in the new stadium, then it could get interesting because that, that's going to be one hell of an atmosphere. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of really positive about it. I know mm. I'm, I'm usually very negative. Mm. Um, but I, I've got, I, I don't know. This year, I've had this feeling we're going to get to the semi-final. Um, the semi-finals, we'd face um, Porto or Juventus. Is that, is that right? Or Juventus. I wouldn't want to go beyond that, but... At the moment, I, I've just got this feeling that we could we could beat Manchester. City. What do you reckon, Dan? Do you think we? I mean, we'd have to go to Manchester with yeah. obviously with a lead. I think you'd probably want to go there at least with a two goal lead, wouldn't you? I don't know. I don't know. I think um, we're going to have to play some psychological games to to get through this. I think it is the worst draw because we get. Probably the best or one of the best two teams in the and world. And no proper away trip as well. And, I mean, and, I and there's no European magic to it as well. Yeah. I think my what I'll be looking at is our levels of energy. So mm. that's why this trip to Barcelona and this break mm. is what... Because if you look at the Liverpool game and how they beat them, it was all about the pressing. And if you remember the 2-0 at White Hart Lane that Son played really well in, mm. we, had, we were right up and at them. I haven't seen that level of energy no. from Spurs this season. Mm. Um, and and um, in certain games, but I know, but not on over a long amount of time. I haven't seen that. If you think about that game <coughs> against City, you yeah. know, when we're really, really at our best, um, or have been over the last three, three, four years, it's been that level of intensity. So, um, I if we can if we can deliver that intensity, then we have got a chance. I, I think we're not going to see a lot of the ball. They they keep the ball for seventy percent of the time. When you do get your chances, you've got to... A bit like the Dortmund game, really. Mm. The first half, didn't see much of it. They were unlucky not to score. Second half, one Harry Kane chance, game over, that's it. Mm. And, and the second half of the first leg as well, where you three three chance, bang. Mm. That, that, that's what you've got to do. The, the, you, give, you start going behind against that lot, then I think it's game over. You've mm. got to score first. You've got to accept mm. that you're not going to see a lot of the ball. You've got to be patient. All the players have got to be given nine out of ten, nine out of ten performances. Because yeah. so, we've got three mm. games That's out right. of four. I think Huddersfield's in the middle there. Three, three yeah. so, games realistically, in ten days. Realistically, if you won one, draw one, and say you were going to lose one, you could. that would still not that'd be okay. You'd still get through maybe to the... Um, I don't know which way you choose it round, but you could still maybe get through to the semi-finals then. Because um, the league is going to be a tough one, you know. Well, the, the league go go yeah, to the league, yeah. to, to the league game now. I think with the games at Man City and Liverpool, we've got to get. 
I mean, uh, even a point each yeah. would yeah. help us. We can't look, afford two losses. We can't afford to lose both no. those no, games, no, no, no. assuming that Arsenal, Man United and Chelsea will start winning no, some games. No. That, that, I think, is the point. Well, we've got that. nothing to lose against City in the Champions League. Absolutely. No, 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 and, absolutely. And I actually, no one gives us a hope in hell. Exactly. No one. Um, and I actually thought that Guardiola was a little bit tense about the draw himself. Mm. I, yeah. I don't think it was a draw he wanted. No. Um, the new stadium, you're right, Rob, I think mm. is, does give us an advantage. You and, sort of think... And Pochettino you know. has, has beaten Guardiola. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, at White Hart Lane. Oh, and White Hart, and uh, he did yeah. it in Spain as well, I right, think. Okay. Um, not, I don't not necessarily many times, think you need 2-0. I, I think if you were to win that game 1-0 at home, mm. and you could go to try... And we could definitely score... Yeah. I, I think that that second place. leg away yeah. is, is a bit like the Dortmund affair, where mm. you go away and you get that away goal. Yeah. It really does deflate them. They think, yeah. oh no, we can't draw the game there. And yeah. that just killed off Dortmund. But... You've got to get to that stage where you've got to have that foundation at White Hart Lane. That's the thing. Well, kind of maybe I'm clutching at straws, but when I watched the Swansea game at the weekend, they had a full strength team out firstly, which was quite surprising. Yeah, and went two nil down, and they they were they were rattled, and they were a bit lucky. I thought that one of the goals was sort of borderline offside from memory. I thought they're a bit lucky with, with some of the goals they got, and I just think mm. if they go into the game against us thinking we're going to roll them over, we, we normally do, and being a bit complacent, and as you said, Dan, we get in their faces. Yeah. Um, they haven't been not? as good as last season. Yeah, I, I uh, agree with that. De Bruyne is out. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to see if we maybe sat on Fernandinho in the same way that mm. clubs are now worked out with... Uh, Chelsea and Jorginho. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Be interested to see if we do that. Um, they do have a tendency, if they score an early goal and they don't go on and get the two and three, they do have a tendency, yeah. to see, like they did with us at Wembley, to sort of sit Over back. Yeah, it. exactly. <coughs> so I think as long as we go into the second leg still in the game, yeah. and it, I de- you know, even a nil-nil is not the end of the world mm. at White Hart Lane. No, I think it's certainly not impossible. And I, th- I think the fact that they are in all four tournaments mm-hmm. is that every single game means something to them. They can't let up for one single game because they want to do this incredible feat of all four tournaments, which would be incredible. Yeah. But you can't slip up once and hopefully we can be <laughs> which, which you know, it's not impossible. Don't get yeah. me wrong. No yeah. one wanted that draw. When that draw came out, we were all thinking, ah, oh, you know. But but when you actually but sit but down and analyse it, it does, does yeah, take the it pressure might, off. Yeah, it might do. Because if do. we got Porto, Ajax, or I think Man United, I think most Spurs fans would have kind of thought, well, we we, yeah. we should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And Juventus as well, maybe. Well, no, we're now no factor now. Yeah. But obviously, last season, I think we were the better team over the two legs against yeah, Juventus you've got still think, lost. You've got to think as well, we had one point when we had the last three well, games. Well, this is it. That this was impossible. Rob's point yeah, about yeah. who knows. I mean, yeah, that was impossible. I can't, well, let's face it, you're right, it's a bonus really that we're here. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's stress yeah. on the league so you can almost say to them, go out and enjoy it. Yeah. You know, yeah. no one's expecting anything. Go and enjoy this one. You're in the Champions League quarterfinal. Have a good time. It'll be so Spurs <laughs> to beat Manchester City and then lose to Huddersfield at the well, weekend. Well, quite, <laughs> quite often... When you get to this level of football, you need massive international experience. And that we have. Yeah. We have players that have played on the world stage, international stage, um, that will know how to deal with this sort of kind of situation. So that's really good. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm quietly confident. Well, why really do you think, Rob, go, go back to the team now and certain players who are playing under par, why, why do you think that is? So, you know, I, I'm talking obviously about Ericsson being the main one, uh, Son... Uh, since Kane's got back in the team, hasn't been playing as well. Ali's only just come back into the side, so you've got to give him time. Wiggs has injury problems. Mm. Kane's obviously been banging them in. Yeah. Trippier's been making errors at the back. Yeah. What, why do you think that um, is? Do you think, I think it's just fatigue? I think it's a combination of things. I think it's like, we're like one of those fountains at the moment where the, the water pops up and then you 
kind of stop it and another one pops up. I think Kane doing well now. Son's not doing well. Um, I, I think just tiredness. I, I, I've looked at a lot of the games recently. Been to a lot of the games where where we just look a bit leggy. Yeah. We look tired. And in the Premier League, if you drop your mm. um, you know uh, play by intensity, about, yeah. yeah, intensity by say ten or fifteen percent, you'll get found out. So how how well do you think having your, this warm weather training and a few days off with the family? Do you, I mean do you think that should uh, gather? For me, you? it's a bit of a band aid over over you know mm. over the over the problem. But we always knew that by not having a squad, not investing in the squad, that this possibly would happen. And you know something's given. I mean, we're just we're, we're now. You know, going into league games and we're, we're with 20 minutes to go, we're looking a little bit tired. And, and don't forget, we put so much into those games recently where we needed those late wins against well, yeah. Watford, 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 Newcastle, Newcastle yeah. Yeah. Fulham away, you know. Yeah. So we had to play out those 90 minutes. Yeah. A lot of teams like to kill games, 3-0 up, kill them off, mm. take people off, mm. rest them. We haven't been able to do that. Mm. So I just feel, personally, some mixed signals in the club about what we're going for we're not in this cup we're, we're going for that we aren't going for this um, t- obviously the whole um, tiredness factors crept in injuries mm-hmm. um, so I think there's been a number of things and um, you know in the, in the Premier League you just drop it 15% oh. and you get caught but Dan when you look at let's sort of look at the league now you look at the, the teams we're up against mm. Man United who obviously be, been playing extremely well and you know Pre-Solskjaer uh, didn't think they were going to be in the, the top four places. Arsenal are playing well, I think. I think that yep. especially at home, not so much away, but at home they're looking really good. Chelsea, very very hot and cold. Again, look quite good at home, although they're a bit lucky against Wolves. In fairness, mm-hmm. and looking very suspect away. I mean, there's a you know a, a, a unless we start losing silly games. Do you think you know we've got enough to to do it? I think that. I would probably uh, predict United to finish third. Mm. I think that they've got momentum and the, the Pogba effect. It, it feels like the, the side has been re-energised, as we know. Mm. I think Chelsea are going to finish sixth, if I had to say. I think that there are still those fractures there with Sari. Hazard, to me, looks like he's on his way. And so they're, then us and Arsenal. Um, I'll go with my heart as opposed you know, to anything else and say we'll do it. But to me, it looks like a 50-50. Mm. They're the ones that have got a bit more bounce in their step mm. at the moment. We have to be realistic about that. Bizarrely, though, Arsenal and Chelsea still being in the Europa League, mm-hmm. more games, yeah, I think but, does kind of help. Yeah, and maybe because we know... They're not just going to play every week now, are they? They've still got this Thursday, Sunday. Thing. And we know the Arsenal manager likes that competition. <coughs> so in a way, the further they go, the more he might commit to it because he's been quite clever. Leaders. And it's a way into the Champions League. This yeah. is another thing that could happen. Yeah. There's... This, I, I assume they're joint favourites. Arsenal and Chelsea must be joint favourites now when you see the other teams in the Europa League to win the Europa League. So maybe if, if they get to a final, maybe they think, well, we don't need to finish fourth now because we can win this, Yeah, possibly. I just I would like to see our players getting closer to their peak. Mm-hmm. I, I find I'm, I'm looking at too many of them and thinking, I've seen you play a lot better than mm-hmm. you are now. Even if I may say like Sanchez, remember that first game against Everton mm-hmm. away? He was like, dare I say his name, Sol Campbell. He looked really, really strong, really athletic and brave. Has he actually improved? 
there's still, I mean, he's A, he's young, and there's errors in there. I mean, what was the, it was the Arsenal goal when he lost yeah. the header on the halfway line, they ran on. He's making individual errors, and at the moment, our individual errors are absolutely getting punished. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea in the, uh, was, it the, 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 was it the league or the league game, with the out of our men of state, and then uh, Luis was sort of rooted to yeah. his line through his and legs. The trippy as well. We're getting, yeah. and, and trippy obviously yeah. with the yeah. own goal it's and stuff. Just, and there's just a bit of a sour feeling in my mouth when I watch Alderweireld, and, and we all think he's not going to be there next season. Ericsson, possibly Danny Rose as well, mm. who we all love the way mm. he plays. Yeah. Um, I would just like to see us being united and strong and youthful and exuberant and energetic. Mm. And, we and, we, and, we, and Mitch, we've also missed, uh, we've had an unfit Eric Dyer, who I think when he's fit and in his pomp, he's the kind of man yeah. you want in these big games in midfield. I agree, the Battle of the Bridge was his sort of best moment in a Spurs shirt, yeah. but, but he's that type of player who mm. will, he's the closest thing, even though, you know, Luis is the captain, I think that he's like a captain's performance on the pitch. So I do think we, we have kind of missed him, um, but... You know, he, he, he's, he's working his way back into it now. I think the rest will do them good because they realise now that we, we have to get top four for next season. Mm. I remember hearing somewhere that when we were in the, um, I think the Europa Cup or when we have other games, these other Spurs sport clubs around the world, you get a few people turn up. When we're in the Champions League, everyone turns up. These games are global. We're dining at the top mm. table. That's where we need to be next season. Mm. Even though I'm a, I'd love to win an FA Cup and a League Cup, unfortunately, the Champions League is where it's at. Mm. And if you're not there next season, it is massive. So the players really do have to realise that the next, we've got eight games, it says 24 points. Yeah, yeah. We have to, we, we, we have to bring our A game mm. and, and pretty much, I don't know what we've got, how many points we'll get out of that. But if we do not qualify for the Champions League, it's a, it's a disaster. It really, well, I mean, Hugh really, really came out after the last defeat in a he said, you know, we've got to win all our games. And, and, you know, even the most positive Spurs fans are going to think we're not going to win at Liverpool and at Man City. But as I said before in the show, I think we need to get points there. Then you look at the other games we've got on paper. I know it's on paper. And, and, and as many people said, these are the games we normally slip up. They're, they're kind of winnable games, Rob, aren't they? Yeah, I wonder whether the rotation... Huddersfield, the West Ham, Brighton... Yeah, but the know, continual the, rotation of the team means that we're not getting any consistency going. But he was uh, a manager that normally would not rotate. No, but this especially, is the weird thing think, especially our fullbacks. You know, yeah. and, um, you know, this rotation means that they've got a, they're coming into a game almost, it's always like a new game. I mean, it's, you'd almost like to see it a little bit more stable, the selection at the moment. But I mean, because he's so into these, you know, Optus stats and how far they're running and all this sort of stuff, mm. presumably they're seeing this in training and he's doing this for a reason because he realises... They can't last the full season with, without rotation. I mean, the only thing you've got to say is that we are punching above our, you know, yeah. the amount of spending we do. We bought, which if is you, none. If you just, yeah, exactly. If you, <laughs> if you just said that Lucas Moura last year would be the last player for a year, you'd have said, no, that's not going to happen. So we're mixing with teams who spend far much more than us and not paying a billion for a stadium. So really, when you, when you put the whole thing together, we're actually doing mm. quite well. Actually, he's another player not firing. And when you yeah, look at him earlier this season, when that Man yeah. United at Old Trafford, we like, oh my God, we've got a player here. Yeah, oh, this no, is fantastic. The new Chidozi, going back to your thing <laughs> earlier. Um, <laughs> and now it's just like fits and starts and not really making a big impact. Dan made a point about Arsenal having more of a bounce in their step. When we played Arsenal at Wembley recently, I got in early and I wanted to watch the warm-up. And it was interesting watching the warm-up. I, I watched the two. I mean, Spurs' warm-up was so lethargic. Mm. Um, I, I, it was it was it was bizarre. I mean, you know, they were literally just popping little balls around and the you old know, jog here and there. And Arsenal's warm up was full on. It was almost like match pace. 
Um, and I said to you know my friend who I was there with, Steve, I, you know, I, don't, I fancy asking me get something here today. Mm. And that was body language and mindset before the game. So I just hope now with this break that they can refresh themselves. Yeah, a bit of a reset button mm. now. And as you said, eight games, Champions League, mm. you know, it could be 10, 12, hopefully more than that games to sort of, yeah. Really go for it. But it's great to be sitting and talking yeah, no, about Oh, yeah. If we were doing the season, If we were doing the show in the mid-90s, we would be going <laughs> exactly. all, over by, all over by January. Exactly. Let's be honest. We're talking about Musa Saeed. Will he, will he stay next season? And Johnny <laughs> Metgood. And I mean, that's the kind of things we'll be talking about. No, absolutely. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Dan, I've got to ask you, because you've got some football books. Yes, yeah, yes, I've, which um, we'd love to hear about. I've written a, a series, um, almost like a Billy Elliot, um, but about football, about a kid trying to be a footballer, right. um, called the Jamie Johnson series. Um, which, any, if any listeners have got kids, they may have read them more. It's also mm. a TV show on the BBC. Um, and so, how old would you? How what's the sort of age um, group you think is suitable seven to fourteen, for? Oh, okay. something like that? Yeah, the younger kids just read it about a, a boy trying to score a goal, and the older kids see some of the subtleties. Uh, right. hope, hopefully, that are there uh, beneath that. And then, yeah, new book, something different uh, called Unstoppable, which is about two fourteen-year-old twins, boy and a girl, who are both very sporty. Um, but they have to. The family has to choose because they can't sustain both kids' sporting right. ambitions. That's a nice and idea. And so the boy becomes very angry. Right. And it's become sadly very topical because it then goes. He has to make a decision. There are gangs in his area preying upon angry young boys. Right. And so um, obviously it's very topical with everything that's happening mm. at the moment. Um, but I hope that because like we're all here talking about football, I hope that in, the sport in it can allow conversations around very difficult subjects. Because if you go into a school and say we're going to talk to you about this today. Yeah, it's shut down. But if you can work your way in obliquely through sport, mm. I think gives us how a many Jamie Johnson books have you written? Eight Jamie Johnson. Oh, really? Books. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow! Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was all based on you know those days at Waha Lane and those yeah. experiences. Did Jamie you manage Johnson. to work in any Spurs names or um, stuff in there? I'm trying to think. There's a, there was a Harry. There was there's a Harry that's in there. And in a way, Jamie Johnson was a bit Gareth Bale. She was a left right. winger in my mind. Right. And um, yeah, so ev- everything is really, really uh, football and a lot of Spursy in there as well. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's and, what, and you just mentioned the TV thing. So was that on BBC? Yeah, CBBC. CBBC oh, okay. Yeah, and on iPlayer because all the kids are watching everything on iPlayer. Right. Um, and so there's a new series starting uh, very soon, and that'll be the fourth series. Amazing. And, and is, is that is that drawn exactly for the book or do you adapt it as different to the book it started off very close and now it's kind of got its own right. identity which is great because if you want longevity you've got to yeah uh, you've got to and how hands them. how hands on are you with the TV stuff uh, now I let them get on with it it's right. the BBC they, right. know, they ha- know how to make TV and yeah. uh, I, I was I was very closely involved at the beginning to yeah. talk about how it would work and now I let them and the production company go some great cameos uh, Suarez has been in it oh, uh, Stephen Gerrard's been in it um, so yeah. And do they film football? Because football, filming football, and what was the kids' show? The, what was the kids' football program we had growing up on ITV? Something Rockets or something? Uh, something something. It was a famous Murphy's thing. Mob. Mur- yeah, yeah, Murphy's Mob. Mur- well yeah, done. Murphy's Mob. Yeah. Sort of yeah. the, the sort of ITV so, and the sort of 
probably mid 70s late 70s what we did for this very reason was we did open auditions in manchester and we said come and read some lines and show us your skills oh, wow. so the kid who plays jamie johnson had been on city's books there's oh, really? a girl who plays uh, a girl called jacqueline jack for short she's on arsenal's books and so uh, and for this next series they just sent them out to the gothia cup which is a huge youth tournament in sweden and they just said to the players the actors play and we will film mm. and that will form the drama it's wow. kind of never been done before wow. that talented yeah, yeah, kids yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the, the kid lewis who plays jamie the first the first shot was him doing 70 kick-ups in the school playground to earn some attention and he did it first take wow, wow. that's amazing because yeah. that's always been the problem with filming Absolutely. football in films and tv it's even escaped to victory apart from the pally overhead kick and bits and pieces mm. which they did in slow motion for loads of angles because it was the best thing they had sure. it's always been a difficult thing to do isn't yeah. it yeah and so they've got a skills coach who works with them as well and that is really the integrity um, that's key to it because the kids are so um, clued up these days yeah, on course. every level you just can't afford to take those kind of liberties right. not that you ever could but now even more mm-hmm. um, can so you watch all the, the, the TV series it's still on sort of catch up yeah you go on iPlayer or on your Skybox right. just type in Jamie Johnson okay. and then yeah you'll be read a new series in uh, yeah, two or three weeks and when's the new book out new book has just come out oh it's out yeah, okay that's called Unstoppable yeah just come out And so where's um, the best place for people to get it um, just search it online probably um, and then Amazon you, or yeah or Amazon or yeah it's on Amazon yeah that'd be great don't and, Amazon um, take a big watch of it though, don't they? they do, I mean, it's it's a big problem for the publishing industry. I know mm. you've you know talked about loads of sports books on here. Um, but at the same time, what I do like about it is that it's democratic because if you go into a certain like a, um, a bookshop in an airport, they'll only they've only got so much space. True. So it would just be the best sellers, yeah, 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 and yeah. it so it continues on in that cycle. So I yeah. do like the fact that on Amazon you can just get whatever you want, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you have to pay a pretty penny uh, in yeah. doing so. Oh, amazing! That's that's great. Good luck. Good, good luck yeah. with the book. Thank really. you. Thank you. Uh, right, l- last bits of business. So, I mean, let's let's just go around now. Let's you know, uh, Rob. So, for the rest of the season, um, where do you think we're going to end up in in the league? Obviously, we've got no game coming up this weekend. No, no game again. It's bloody international break. So, we're going to the end of this month with mm. Liverpool. Where do you think? Think of the fixtures coming up. Well, I've done that league table thing. Yeah, we all done. Said, we all yeah, did we that. all done that. Was that. On the space show. Well, I'm doing it all the time. Space like, show Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I've done it about thirty <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll finish fourth. Yeah, I'll take that. You, you will take that. I'll go with that. Just a question: Would anybody? Um, uh, do you think? Because I think some people would take this. Finish above. Finish fifth and have Arsenal finish sixth. Some, would some people like that? No. Do you think of the Spurs community? What? What um, for both of them to finish out? So yeah, but if as long as we finish above Arsenal, no, 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 no. I don't. I think it's no. small-minded, isn't think, it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So. yeah. No, I, I'm going to go for fourth, and I would be happy with that. At the beginning of the season, I would have taken that, and now there doesn't seem to be that. You just go straight in. There's no difference really between yeah, second exactly. and fourth. Exactly. Um, I mean, the worst, but there's still the worst nightmare scenario, there not there? If, if if Man United win the Champions League, and Arsenal or Chelsea finish outside the top four and one of them wins the Europa League, then fourth doesn't get mm. Champions League again. Blimey. If one of them wins, it's fine. Cha- Europa League, that does they, they changed the rule mm. yeah. from when we lost out to Chelsea yeah. before. But now, you can't have six teams, effectively. No, I, I think we've we finished third. I think that the, the players have seen the other teams breathing down our neck and they're almost kind of embarrassed. They're thinking, how can we let 
this 10-point go. And I think that they'll wake up. They've had this little break. They'll come back. The new stadium will give us all a lift. I just think we'll get the third. I, I really do. Don't get me wrong. It's, it, the last two or three weeks have been terrible. But I think that we'll just about get third. It's, it's, it, this this yeah. game is huge. Yeah, it's huge. The way it's we huge. play against them. And this team do. and this manager over the last four years have constantly have. surprised yeah, us in a have. positive way yeah. and made absolutely. us believe. So yeah, we've absolutely. got to stick with them. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. But that Liverpool game in a couple of weeks because they're going to be nervy Liverpool. I mean, again, I thought they were pretty lucky against Fulham. I watched the Fulham game. Yeah. Fulham equalised and just Fulham being Fulham just gave it away immediately. Yeah. You know, but you sort of think that goes to sort of mm-hmm. 50, 60 minutes, nil-nil. And this, but, but it's not just a question of sitting back because we know we can nick three points there. That's a big way yeah. to get top four. I mean, I mean what a huge they, game that's going to be. Liverpool have made a bit of a hash of it themselves because they could have gone seven points well, they, clear they, at they one point, wouldn't they? Were 10 points clear. Were yeah, they 10 points clear at one stage it, around Christmas time? It could have been. It could have been. So, so yeah. they're, they're, they're nervy. They're not playing that yeah. well. Um, so why can't we? On our day, we can beat any one of these teams. We really can. But with Spurs, it's a flick of a coin. You've no, no idea who's going to turn up, how it's going to go. And I don't, I've never bet on Spurs. No, no way. It's, it's, it's Absolutely. Literally my no, no way. Well, anyway. So, you, so, okay, well, that's all positive then. Yes. Uh, well, watch this space. And um, can I ask something? How, yes. So the, the, the test event is this... The first yeah, test Sunday. event is this Sunday afternoon. Mm. Un, under 18's uh, game versus Southampton. No, I never got any tickets for it. I, I missed it, so... Well, it went to... It's, it's 30,000? Yeah, it's 30,000. So, so there's 45,000 season ticket holders. Mm. It went... The, the email went to all the season ticket holders, mm-hmm. and there must have been a ballot for 30,000. So that's probably... You got a season ticket? What? No, because well, I was in why, America. Well, that's why you yeah. didn't get the email. Yeah. You know, they were charging a five or a ticket, yeah. and then there's the one the following Sunday, which is this Legends game. Right. That's the Saturday. That's well, if anyone's Saturday. got any spare tickets... Well, I think it's going to be a, be a, <laughs> be a fiver, please. Under 18 games now are hot tickets. Absolutely bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? Well, they could have put under 12s out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, exactly. It's no, it's it's really really weird. Cares, you would not be watching the game. You would be like, trying the toilet. Try that. Another burger. Should we try the fish now? What do we like? There's a game going on. Let's wander around meet our mates. Or most people the concourse. More like... Likely it's four o'clock. We're still nowhere near the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, apologies on. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you at home uh, for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with the Spurs Show Live. You can still join us. Go to season.spurshow.net and come along to our event at the West End next week with the writer Norman Giller. Until then, come on you Spurs. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Sports Social Podcast Network.